Last time on Culture File, I spoke to Eddie and Eden of Garden Collective about the Corkbone music and art promoters move to Lisbon. This time, we're going to hear a little more about how blockchain technologies are beginning to integrate with how they work. Recently, they've created a DAO, a digital autonomous organization, a democratic digital tool to help them with all aspects of their activities, as Eddie explains. Garden Collective as a DAO is only in its third month, so it's a decentralized autonomous organization. And it's that's in the way that we're using it, it's kind of like a digital way of organizing the collective. But essentially, it's just a way of managing any decision making. And it can be applied to anything from a group of friends deciding where they're going to on holidays or a larger scale, we'll say, funding round or whatever. Obviously, at the moment, everyone sees kind of, we'll say, what generally you'd see in the news, which is kind of quite a lot of hype. Uh, and I, I feel like it's going to be quite a lot of hype for, for some time, but that's not to say that there isn't room for professional creatives to step into that space and kind of make it their own as well and, and, and mess around with the tools and figure out what you can do and, and be creative with what's there as well. I personally got interested in the space because friends of mine started a collective called Muti Collective here in Portugal and they basically proposed this idea of um, a cultural funding body that would help artists kind of experiment with NFTs and Web3. There's one particular cryptocurrency called Near Protocol and they have at the moment a system for funding creatives to basically experiment with Web3 and NFTs and this basically to try and introduce people in there and there's a funding system there. So we are set up as a DAO there basically to experiment with this. There's four of us on the council, but it's essentially everything we've been doing anyway, but now kind of playing with the tools that are there in this developing kind of environment. I think the major thing that's changed is we work with numerous artists and those artists get funds for projects. You know, if somebody plays a gig at one of our events or something, traditionally that would then fall on the shoulders of one person who would then have to pay the artist. But the way that the DAO runs is via a platform called AstroDAO. And AstroDAO is an online platform for governance, for voting. And it also holds the funding that we have for the Garden Collective DAO. So instead of one of us just paying an artist, and this is probably one of the most fundamental aspects of being a DAO, instead of one of us just paying an artist, the artist goes onto that platform, they request the funding, so they say, you know, I'm requesting X amount of money for performing at this gig, and then we all have to vote yes or no on that. Generally speaking, we obviously know that they're going to be paid ahead of time and stuff, so we vote yes, and then they get paid automatically, as opposed to it falling to one member. It's spread across all of us, and we're all required to vote on that. So are you paying them in, in some kind of crypto? Uh, we work on the NEAR protocol, and so people are paid in the NEAR currency. The most interesting thing for us in the NFT space right now is actually NFT ticketing and the idea of redeemable NFTs in the physical world. Gardens Collective's core has always been the production of events. And one of the biggest overheads you have when selling tickets online are the fees that go to ticket sellers and the ticket selling websites. And so we're kind of using NFTs at the moment to explore alternatives to that. And so for an event that we have coming up, you can buy a ticket through a traditional ticket reseller. You can also buy them on the door as a physical ticket, and you can also buy them as an NFT. And if you do that, then they have fees which are probably 
maybe 10%, probably even less than that as it would be with a traditional online ticket seller. How do people go about buying the NFT ticket? What's the, what's the process there? Our NFT tickets are currently minted and sold through a platform called Mintbase. Um, and it's essentially uh, the user interface, which allows you as a user to write to the blockchain. And the blockchain protocol that this one runs on is the NEAR protocol, which is what Eddie was talking about earlier. And so people would use NEAR currency and a NEAR wallet, which is all within that same ecosystem, in order to purchase these tickets via Mintbase, which is an online store. What's the activity like on that? You don't have to reveal any secrets, but <laughs> is there some take-up? <laughs> this week is our second foray into using redeemable NFTs for a physical event. The first event we did testing the waters with the redeemable NFTs then, and then this time around is our first kind of um, push. Uh, so we just released the tickets yesterday and we're going to be promoting them this week. The interesting thing is you mentioned there about, you know, we don't have to reveal any kind of internals about it, but one of the interesting things about working in this space is that it's all transparent. Uh, so you can see exactly when we create those tickets, how many tickets we created, how much those tickets cost, how many have been sold. Um, all of these things you could just go onto Mintbase and look right now, which is a really different way of working. And I think that's a big kind of break from our traditional channels. On the night, what happens? You bring your phone with the wallet on it and show it? or And is the ticket destroyed or stamped in some way? What's the digital interaction? So in order to redeem uh, an NFT ticket, Currently, the method is a little clunky. So this is kind of an example of the fact that the, the space, the Web3 space, isn't as developed as traditional web. So the way it currently works is you purchase the NFT ticket, and then that's what's called a token, and it sits in your wallet, your wallet being a digital wallet. Then you arrive at the door, and you present that token, that wallet, to the person on the door, and then you, there's a, a QR code. You scan that QR code and it brings you to a big button in which you say burn. That NFT is then destroyed in your personal wallet and in our garden collective wallet. It shows up in a specific section and it will say who did it when it was done. In addition to using redeemable or burnable NFTs for ticketing at events, we're also exploring what most people are probably more familiar with NFTs for, which is as representations of artwork. Um, so this is something that we do in conjunction with physical projects normally. So for example, we had a photo shoot and then part of our integration with Web3 is turning three of those photos into NFTs that could be purchased. So just like you'd be able to have a physical print of a photograph, for example, you don't own the original, nor do you own the rights to that image, but you own a copy of that image which you can then display. And NFTs, as they currently are being used, do the same thing, but in the digital realm. You know, just as you throw a couple of euros into somebody's hat, if they played a gig and they were passing around a hat, it's the same thing, but you're able to use digital coins. You know, or, this or, person... Or like you'd support an artist on Bandcamp. Exactly. I would say we're approaching it how we've kind of approached everything to date. Just learning about it for the sake of Garden Collective, but also for the sake of, of all the artists that are kind of in the community. And if we can kind of learn a little bit about it and between us pool some knowledge and information and then spread that out to, to other communities of artists or the community that's built up around Garden, like, great. Eddie and Eden there of Garden Collective on their experiments in running a cultural organisation on the blockchain.